Welcome to the Wood Podcast, the lo-fi skateboard podcast where we talk about where we're from, what we ride, and why we still skate. Brought to you by Foundry Skateboards. Welcome to the Wood Skateboard Podcast. No hype, no pros, just stoked for the sport, stoked for skateboarding, and we're sharing it, people's stories. Actually, I do have a pro here today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I guess I'm breaking the rule of no hype and no pros. Um, I'm really old. Mr. Though. Hype Man himself, Hollywood, here today. John Walensky, Hollywood, known as Hollywood. Thanks for jumping on and uh, letting me grill you with a few questions here. Yeah, man. So uh, you're here in Austin. You're visiting down from Pennsylvania. Where you a homestead nowadays? But you've been in uh, around the Austin scene for quite a long time. Yeah, um, actually, I moved back to my hometown in Altoona, Pennsylvania, where I left a long, long time ago. And uh, after 20 plus years of being away from home, I ventured my way back. But yeah, Austin was my home here for about 12 years, and got lots of homies here and. We still have events in the area that I like to come by, and uh, I come like to come by and hang out with my homies, like here at the local ramps. Yeah, yeah, we're here at uh, Maggie's ramp. It's a 10-foot-tall ramp. What is this, 24 feet wide? Uh, I believe so, yes. Okay. So tell me a little bit. Let's start. Let's rewind all the way back to the beginning. Let's talk about how you started skateboarding, your first skateboard. Um, yeah, tell me about your first skateboard. Well, uh... That would have been June seventh, nineteen eighty-five. My mother. Wow, you got down to the date. <laughs> yes, and that was my birthday. I was eleven years old. You can go ahead and do the math to today and figure out how old I am. Um, my mom gave me a Nash Executioner, and I was so hyped to have my own skateboard. Before that, I only rode a few skateboards from the older guys in the neighborhood, and I knew I liked it. And I wanted one. I kept begging my parents, and finally my mom got me one. And I was so excited, I threw it down on the sidewalk. Uh, went, ran down my steps, threw it down on the sidewalk, jumped on it, went off the curb, and bam, hit by a Lincoln. That was my first experience with my first skateboard. <laughs> okay, did it hurt you? Uh, I had a broken leg and crushed metatar- metatarsals in my left foot. Okay, so how long till you were able to get back on one? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I was young, so you heal quick when you're young. I was in a cast for like four months, and you know, I was a little kid, so it didn't really bother me. Yeah, but four months is an eternity when you're 11 years old. Uh, not so much, man. You know, you get you get taken care of and pampered when yeah. you got that. And okay. But it really sucked afterwards because it was an elderly lady that lived across the street from us. And she was so worried about me and so scared. And my mother punished me by jumping in front of this lady's car and getting hit. For two years, I had to cut this lady's grass and shovel the snow on her sidewalk for free because of that. Oh, man. So, okay, that Nash Executioner was your first board. What was your first pro model setup, you know, like board board? That would have been a Mike Smith, and I got that on my next birthday. That was GNS, right? Uh, that one was, no, that wasn't GNS. That was Madrid. Madrid, okay. Yep, it was a Madrid Mike Smith, and it had GNS trucks, as a matter of fact, the ones that had that weird little plastic on the ends of the axles, and I think OJ2 wheels. Okay. 
All right. And it had everything on it. It had the nose guard, it had the tail guard with the little mini ribs, and I put stickers in between it so they wouldn't get scratched up, you know, normal little kid 80s stuff. Yeah, so what did skateboarding look like for you back then? Was it, you know, because you're a vert master now, so let's get, you know, did you always start on vert, or how, how did that happen? Yeah. Well, um, the town that I grew in has lots of hills, and um, we had a, a little skate park on the other side of town, and every day I would wake up, bomb two or three hills down to my best friend's house, and meet him, and then we would skate all through town, hit the street spots, go to the local skate park, and it had a vert ramp, a mini ramp, and a really little bowl. Okay. So I just grew up being a rounded skater, skating everything every day. All right, all right. Okay, so then you ended up getting better and better and better, then you ended up basically turning pro, right? Well, um, before that, uh, when I gra the town I'm from is a real small town, and you know when you're young, you only see like the bad stuff. You know that's the only thing that was I was seeing in my eyes, and I just wanted to get out of there. So I uh, I joined the military to get money for college because I wanted to be an architect, and I spent my my time in the military for three years. But all I did was deploy, 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 and when I got out, I had a little bit of money in the bank, so I decided to stay in Europe. My home base was Germany, and instead of flying back home, I just wanted to see Europe and go see the world a little. So I started skating contests again. Were you skating in the military? No, not while I was in the military. Um, but I was only in for three years. So when I got out, I just got a new, I got a board right away, started skating, and then went and skated contests all over Europe. Was doing well, and uh, that's when they had the Vans Amateur World Championships. Yeah. They used to have the qualifiers at the Warp Tours. So I won one over there in Germany and got sent to L.A. for the Vans Am World Championships, and it was like the second one back in, like, 99. And uh, I did okay, but some other people saw me and liked me, and then from there on I, I turned pro, and uh, fortunately that has been my life since just that and building stuff for skateboarding and when i lived out there i did some stunt work and um here i am today yeah so you did a little time at SeaWorld too right um i did all kinds of crazy shows throughout my i need to hear about this like uh, what type of stuff did they have you doing well that stuff was just like choreographed. All I had to do was skate a vert ramp, do a couple airs and that. But there was like other weird stuff going on in the shows, like dancers and stuff like that, that were ice skaters, but they were on inline skates because obviously there's no ice in the summer at a at a theme park. Um, and that was for uh, Jill Schultz. Uh, if anybody out there knows who Snoopy is, it's Charles Schultz's daughter. She owns a company called All Wheel Sports and. Uh, she still to this day does shows at theme parks all across the country, but there's no more skateboarding in them, and uh, I hope that that wasn't to any of my doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I met you in Austin, and you were living around the neighborhood, you know, down in South Austin, and uh, yeah, we would kind of poke around on my ramp, and we would build little DIY spots. And uh, you hit up a lot of local spots. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what you like about skateboarding in Austin, some of your favorite spots, you know. Well, um, one of my favorite spots here was the T1 ramp. That was a BMX ramp. That was really fun. It changed so many times. They, uh, Ryan Corgan and his guys manipulated that ramp left and right, changed it from a mini ramp to a bowl to a hip to, I don't know, that thing was 20 different ramps in the years that it was there. Um, 
it, as far as favorite other spot that was my favorite ramp but spots there's so many like darren used to build all these diy spots around alien pod was awesome oh yeah yeah um the whole dream destroyer crew yeah those guys they they, they made stuff all around here it's every time they made something i think you'd get to hit it once and then it would be gone but it's pretty rad that's kind of the nature of diy spots you know like enjoy it while it lasts don't expect it to be around forever right yeah so Tell me a little bit about your favorite go-to tricks. What do you feel most comfortable doing? Uh, layback airs. I love doing layback airs. Um, and Indy Gate Twist Nose Pick. Yeah, I've it's seen just, that. I, I just love doing that. I'm going to do both of those tricks till I die. Rest in peace, Jeff Phillips. Did the best layback airs in the world. That's why I do them. And... I've seen Danny Way do that Indie Gay Twist nose pick when he was a little kid in that Powell video, and I always liked it. And nobody does those two tricks, and that's why I do them. I mean, it's definitely unique. You know, you definitely have a unique style that stands out from anybody else I've seen skateboarding. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely why I wanted to talk to you as well. And so who would you say are your three most, three strongest skateboard influences? Wow. That, that, that's a very, very tough one. Um, I mean, Danny Way, I, I have to stick with, 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 with Danny Way just because, uh, you know, we're around the same age and, uh, when I was younger and seeing him in the videos already, it was just like, man, this kid is so good. And then as I started coming into the scene and being able to skate with all those guys, it's, it, 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 it just blew my mind that that dude was so freaking good when I was, I was, I was just starting and he'd already been skating for years, but it just, he stuck to me. Um, Mike Frazier. I love the power of Mike Frazier. Um, and then if you want to step over to some of the, the newer school dudes, Pedro Barros is just an animal. And, uh, now there's even more newer dudes that even influence the heck out of me. These younger kids, man. Uh, Liam Pace is amazing. Couple of those little kid, Australian kids that are coming now, man. They're just there's so many rippers, man. I, it, it, I, these days, man, these young kids are influencing me so much, man, because they're they're just so good. It's like they are watching a video game. Yeah. So it's a never-ending progression, even when we get older, right? Oh yeah, man. It's it. They they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but that is a lie. I mean, have you learned any new tricks lately? Um. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I have. What's that? Well, there, there's a few that I've I actually just learned in Ego. What's up, man? Nice to see you. Uh, sorry out there, uh, viewing listeners. Uh, friends are showing you. I apologize. Um, what was the last question? Have you learned any new tricks lately? Uh, I actually just learned eggplants not too long ago. Uh, so describe what an eggplant is. An eggplant is an invert that you do on your front hand and grab indie. Other than a uh, regular invert, you grab mute and put your backhand down on the coping. An eggplant, you grab with your indie grab and put your front hand on the coping. So you're a little bit more upside down. It's awkward. And I just never tried them before the, the, the almost uh, the 30 some years I've been skating. And uh, what, like last year, I decided I wanted to learn them and I had a little going bet with. Uh, our, our man Garrett from over at Gator Skins, and we did it over the phone. He was in Arizona, and I was in Pennsylvania on my ramp, and we had a race to see who could do it first, and I won. So you have a ramp? I do. I have a ramp at my house. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have enough room to build a vert ramp, but uh, 
I call it a mini ramp. Nobody else really does. Uh, from the photos, it looks pretty damn big. And if anybody wants to check it out, uh, go to the Pirate Ship Skate. The uh, Pirate Instagram. Ship Skate? Yeah, Pirate Ship Skate, but it's SK number eight. So how's the scene out there in, in Altoona, Pennsylvania versus here? Uh, nothing. Nothing? Yeah, nothing. Um, it's very small. Um, most of the kids there in Skate Street, and there's a little warehouse in my town that I help put some stuff in. It's called Skate 14. Um, Matt, that owns it, asked me to give him a hand to get things started. And he's had it there now for, I think, five years. It's still still going strong. And it's just little, little ramps in there. But most of the kids around there just skate street. I built the ramp hoping people would come skate and get more into tranny. But... Most, they're all just intimidated by it. I don't know if they're just afraid to come hang out of my house or they're just scared of the <laughs> ramp. Uh, one of the two, but it's there and I love it. The invitation's open. You heard it. It is. Hey, come on over. Anybody out there, you know, just give me a call. Look me up. If you're driving through rural Pennsylvania and you're coming through the center of the state, you're welcome to come by. Give me, send me a message and uh, if I'm home, I'll let you stop in. Right on. So do you think your style of skateboarding has changed over the years? Mm, no, I don't think so. Um, I've always liked to, one of my mottos is always skate fast, slam hard. Um, the only thing that's changed is I just don't, my street skating these days is riding down the street and maybe a caveman on a rail or something. That's about my rail riding. Uh, well, you're married now. I am. I just got married back in October. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Hi, Sandy. I love you and I miss you. Do you think that's changed your skateboarding? <laughs> do you no. proceed with more caution? No? No. From watching you now, I, I, I don't think you do. If, if you use the word caution in skateboarding, then I, I don't want to say you're not skateboarding, but my version of skateboarding for myself, uh, caution would limit me to the things that I like to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're kind of the Energizer Bunny of skateboarding in a way. Thank you, thank you. I, you know, uh, give me a Red Bull, some Mountain Dew, and a little bit of weed, and it'll be good. <laughs> right on, man. Well, cool. I, that's pretty much all I have. I just, uh, I'm, I'm glad you hopped on, and I can make a really cool episode out of somebody I consider legendary. So. Well, thank you very much. Uh, legendary. Uh, I, I've heard that. A few times over, I, I I don't really picture it in myself, but I appreciate those comments from everybody and all the love that I get from everybody. Uh, it's really uh, uh, deep down in my soul. It means everything. Skateboarding is my life. I love it. I've, I've I will do it until I cannot walk anymore. Right on. That's a great way to end it. All right. Thanks. Thank you.